Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellows. I am Cameron, and I am joined by none other than the Fantasy Football Wizard himself, Mr. Tyler Clapp. Tyler, how are you doing today? Wow, I appreciate that, the the kind words, and that's very, very, uh, very nice of you when you you know really, really well that I am 2-10 in one of my leagues, but... (laughs) That's that's another conversation, another topic for another day. Yep. Uh, no, I'm 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 doing well. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get through this week. Yeah, it's been a very long week to say the least. Mm, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I heard you had a uh, bummer of a morning. Your we last episode, we talked about how you were preparing for your first game. Yep. And it was postponed. Um, <sighs> man, that sucks. You know, it, you're all ready for it, and then it's like taken away. It it was so it was the weirdest thing because, uh, there's eight kids total on my team, mm-hmm. not not a whole lot, but COVID can really take out a team oh, yeah. of eight. Yes, and I'm not saying I'm not saying they all tested positive and stuff, but we had five of the kids, five different kids each go home in on different days of the week because they were close contact to someone else. That's the worst. And we had three of them go home on uh, Wednesday night, or I guess Wednesday during school because they were close contact. So I had gotten in touch with the athletic director and I was like, Hey, we are we need to reschedule <laughs> unless i can suit up we are not gonna be able to play this game <laughs> right right and and it i gotta i woke up this morning because i didn't hear back from them oh Wednesday at all so i was like great okay wake up thursday morning first thing i see on my phone is a text from this random number I'm like okay then i'll start reading through it and it's of course, the athletic director mm-hmm. explaining the situation. And I'm like, okay, I know that the other coach is going to want to play. Yeah. And this other coach was wanting, was still wanting to play just for practice sake. Right. Oh, just, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I would too. But with all these moving pieces at the last minute on my team, yeah, it, yeah. it wouldn't be practice like at all for them. Yeah. And the only the only way that we could have played our game is if we had some of the fifth graders oh. from the fifth grade team come up and play with us. Yeah, that have been rough. Yeah, and I I was like, in the future for sure, right? Mm-hmm. As if you know, if we let them know, hey, you are the taxi squad, you are yeah, exactly on call for any given game day. Um, but to let them know the day of. Uh, is not ideal. Yeah, that is for sure. So yeah, no game, and we move it on to next Monday. <laughs> there you go. I'm just getting ready for the next week now. All right, perfect. Well, let's jump. Let's jump into some news and notes. Um, first, Antonio Brown suspended for three games for violating COVID protocols. Um, nice. We won't say much hey. more than that. Uh, he lied about uh, his status on some things, and so he is out three games which sucks because uh, you Ty, who just traded for him. Um, he also just traded for DeAndre Swift, both in the same trade from me for Devontae Adams. So thank you very much, Ty. Hold on. Hold on. It does. That makes me look so, that makes me look he, so bad. He traded before the games this week. Yes. Okay. Before the games the this week. wasn't hurt. Brown wasn't I, hurt. Yeah. I mean, this trade was accepted. Right. What? Saturday night. Yeah. On a Saturday night. Went through Sunday and then it processed Monday. Yeah. And so Swift had gotten hurt in the game, but they had just said, hey, he's day to day. And now they're like, oh, he might miss multiple weeks. And so, you know, you can't. That sucks. Right. But it does. It helps me a little bit since I lost both McCaffrey and Cook, which I complained about last episode. So I won't stick on that. Um, (laughs) No other real news. Uh, Daniel Jones might not play that. I guess that is another headline. Uh, Sore neck. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not season ending, but Mike Glennon. Um, is supposed to fill in, which should be interesting to say the least. And I don't think there's anything else really too new. Let me let me let me check my handy dandy sleeper app. Oh, there you go. 
not a sponsor, but yeah. hey, we're we're always always we're, around. Our door is open, sleeper. <laughs> um, Odell was downgraded to a did not practice. I did see that. I was very upset about that. And Odell is also in that trade for Ty, so he is really feeling the effects of this awful see, last week. The, the hardest thing is that. I pretty much, if I win this week, I'm in. Yeah. To the playoffs. I'm not making it far in the playoffs. But I know. I I know I'm not. (laughs) When I would probably be on the bracket on the side of the bracket with, you know, the teams that have the Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yep, yep. You're not getting far, and especially with the team that I now have, not going far. Um, let's see here. Daryl Henderson would, did not practice again, but again, I. They said he should Hen- play still. Henderson should play. Beckham, that does cast a bit of doubt if he did not practice. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is added to the injury report. Yeah, I saw that. That came in late today. Yep. Waller did not practice for a second straight day. Yeah, he, he probably won't play, they said. Foster Moreau no. might be a decent pickup. Uh, he. The let's see, he Waller has missed a game already this year, and Moreau filled in amazingly. He, he, I think he had 16 points, 18 points. There you go, (laughs) there you go. That's why I picked him up in our dynasty league this week because I have Waller. Oh, dude, 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 the Seattle Seahawks signed Adrian Peterson. Interesting to their practice squad. You know what? After Alex's Collins is. Last showing, I don't blame them. That was brutal. They need some help. (laughs) I would be scared to be a Seahawks fan next season because they're going to lose their entire coaching staff. They might lose Russell Wilson. They have no running backs. Uh, I guess they have Chris Carson, but he's been – when was the last time Chris Carson put in over 10 games? I mean, I think he's put in 10 games every season. Yeah, but it's only been 10 games. Yeah, Yeah. 10 to 12. All right, let's jump in. As always, we record on a Thursday, so the Cowboys-Saints game will be over by then. Um, so good luck if you have players in those. Uh, first... ah. <laughs> I have the defense, Amari, Gallup, Zeke, and Pollard. I have five Cowboys. Ty's rocking with the Cowboys. Not a bad team to rock with if you're going to pick their whole team, you know? Really not. And, and I, I'm not starting all of them. I'm definitely starting Pollard and Zeke and defense that pollard zeke duo is just disgusting but it works you don't know what it works though you know it it does i mean last week i got bailed out by tony pollard returning a kickoff but but even if you don't have that he has 10 points and zeke has 16 so you know they get Mm -hmm. enough receiving work zeke's a guaranteed touchdown it's kind of like you can you can expect almost 15 to 15 for both of them Mm all righty let's jump in colts and texans um Colts and Texans. I don't have the lines. Do you have 10? Is it minus 10? Is that what it is? Yep. Alrighty. Yeah. So we got Colts minus 10. And I really want to pick the Colts. If I was going to pick, if I was going to be betting, I would think I'd bet the Colts on this one. Yeah. My my rule of thumb is if it's over seven, because that's technically a one score victory, mm. anything over one score needs to be. Uh, carefully decided upon. Yes. Um, and the Colts played the Texans earlier this year mm-hmm. and they beat them like 31 to three. Yeah. But it wasn't close. No, um, no. But I'm trying to figure out how well the Colts travel. The reason I'm taking the Colts to twofold versus Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. The man about to have a field day. He is. Yep. And that's why I just think they're going to dominate because they're going to run so much. And the second is T.Y. Hilton has incredible statistics against the Texans. He's averaging like 23 fantasy points a game in his career against them. Sure. Now, my only rebuttal, and I'm not trying to tear this down, we said the same thing about A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown got hurt, and they're playing in the rain. This, yeah. That's That's my rebuttal back. Oh, I understand that he the was <laughs> the rebuttal of the rebuttal, but yeah, no, I, I do understand that. And I mean, obviously T Y Hilton is not a fantasy asset that you're usually talking about this season, mm-hmm. but he is in my DFS lineup. So he has to show up. 
Um, <laughs> he has no choice. <laughs> any other players that you want to talk about from this game real quick, Ty? And who, um, who are you taking I, on the over-under? Oh, I, I'm going to take – w- I'm going to take – Sorry, just spilled over. Houston. Houston, I like it. I'm gonna, I think Indianapolis wins, of course, but I think it's going to be less than 10 just because I think the Texans, yes, it was a bad loss to the Jets. I'm going to write these eight. down. I'm going to keep track. Okay. I like it. Um, yes, I mean, Tannehill turned, turned the ball over, what, four or five times, and that definitely helps you in a game, but – Man, I think no. I'm going Indy. I'm going. You are Indy. going Indy. All right. Yeah, I can't. I can't convince myself to take Houston. I don't blame you on that at all. All right. Next <laughs> game, I'll go to Philly and the Jets. This might be Lucas's ugh, game of the week. Um, or Giants Dolphins. Oh, I think I'd go Philly Jets over this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Vegas has got Philly at minus seven. Hey. Anybody a touchdown? That's wow. Uh huh. Probably a real gross game. Jalen Hurts was awful in last game. This would be – if he's going to bounce back in any game, this would be it. This has to be it. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders will all be playing in this game and Boston mm-hmm. Scott. So I would – even though it's a great matchup, I would – I don't think I'd touch any of those Eagles running backs. Would you disagree? Would you start Sanders or – I think I would start him as a flex. Okay. But he is not that high up on a must start flex list, I guess. For sure, a lot of asses. <laughs> All righty, any other players you're taking in this one? Um, I need to see another week of the Jets receivers. Yeah, Elijah Moore was disappointing, but I think that's Zach Wilson effect. And it might be, and they Zach Wilson might make all these receivers unusable rest of the season. Yeah, and that's a scary thought. It's sad. It is <laughs> it's really sad. So who are you taking on the over under? Uh, Philly, Philly, and he's taking Philly. I'm gonna take. Actually, no, I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the oh, Jets. Okay, all right, all right. We're on. The, we're we're the we're the same right now. I'm taking the Jets as well. I think the Jets keep this one interesting. Uh, next one. Is I, I just think Philly. I think Philly just tries to play this easy. And the Jets smack him in the yeah. mouth. I could see that. I could see it being like a one-point game or something like that. Next, we got uh, Arizona and Chicago. Arizona in Chicago. Uh, line is seven and a half. The real low over Ooh. under, 43 and a half. That's lower than the Eagles, which were, Eagles and Jets, which were 45. I would pound the over on that very, I, very quickly. I would think, <laughs> like, this is a game where I could see the Cardinals coming out and putting up 30. Um, I, I feel is it just because Vegas is thinking that Kyler and D Hop don't play again? I I would assume they think they play, but I think they're thinking they're gonna be hobbled, you know, not not really themselves. Because when Ky, Kyler does rely on his likes, like we know that, yes. but yeah, I, I still have a hard time believing that the that they don't hit the over on this one. Um, mm-hmm. but going in this game, like we just said, D Hop's injured player to watch Kyler's player to watch um Connor of course alone in the backfield he he's a must start now um because mm-hmm. he is a goal line threat if they're in the red zone he runs the ball in for a touchdown so at the very least he's 10 points you know and he's a guy who right. can get a couple of receptions and move up to that 16 17 range mm-hmm. Chicago I would assume you're starting Montgomery how do you feel yes. about how do you feel about Darnell Mooney uh, I, I, I don't trust it one bit. All right. For I, sure. I really don't. I, there's nothing about this offense that I feel comfortable with besides David Montgomery and even Montgomery. I don't feel comfortable about. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Unfortunately, I am starting David Montgomery because I have no other choice. Um, <laughs> So Arizona line is seven and a half minus seven and a half. What do you t- who are you taking? I think Chicago keeps it in the keeps it in the spread. Oh, or I'm taking Arizona. You are taking Arizona. I think I think it's going to be the classic like ten point victory, right? Okay. And it's going to be Arizona staying ahead in the scoreline will 
make it look like it's it was closer, but I think Arizona keeps a, a pretty steady hand on this one. I got to go Chicago because I got to separate from you at one point, and this is this is the game. I think this is one of those where they just are sneaky, throwing a touchdown at the end of the game. You know, that garbage oh, time, one of those one of those bad beats that like if you if you have the cover, you're so upset about because the game is out of hand and they come back and right. um, score tight. All right, next one we got new. New York at Miami, Miami favored by four. So they're Miami minus four. Chicago or New York. Are you, do you trust anyone in New York right now? No. <laughs> That's cool. No. I, I don't even trust Saquon. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I really don't. With Mike Glenn they, at quarterback, Miami's playing well. Yeah. I mean, I, the, <laughs> Everyone on the Giants should be arrested for the way that they have used Saquon Barkley. Yeah, it's it's been one of the saddest things to watch because you he's I think he's getting to the point where he just wants out. Oh, I don't blame him because they, they use him so well as rookie year. His rookie mm-hmm. year, he was used so well, and since then, it's like runs up the middle, like they don't get him in space anymore. Like he had ninety six catches or whatever. They're not ninety six. I think ninety six targets his first year. Like that, mm-hmm. that should be him every year. You should be trying to give him an open space. Yep. Um, Miami, obviously. I mean, we just put out a TikTok saying Jalen Waddle's in our top ten rest of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucas got me for sure on the Jalen Waddle hype train. Are you fully on that Jalen Waddle hype train, or are you still need absolutely? I think I think I think Tua has fully fully found, or, or I shouldn't say fully. He he has truly found his go to guy in that offense. Yeah. Yeah, in a PPR format, he—I mean—he's nine targets a game, and he's just so explosive that he can—he can break a three-yard pass and do twenty-five yards. He can't. Yep, he's that kind of guy. So, mm-hmm. um, the other guy I'm when I ask you about is Miles Gaskin. Um, finally broke the odd even streak. Uh, did well on an even week. Are you? Do you trust him this week? Or are you starting him? Uh, I trust you him. have to. Um, is he is he, an RB, is he an RB two for you or is he a flex? He's a low end RB two. Okay, okay. That's um, right. Yeah, because I think if we go back to that flex list that I would, had started with Miles Sanders, yeah, Gaskin yeah. is definitely above Sanders. Yeah, for sure on that list. Yeah, that makes sense. Alrighty, who are you taking? Miami minus four, Maybe. or you taking Miami? I'm taking Miami too. I I believe in Tua. I'm a Tua believer right now. I am. Um, game of the week right here, Minnesota at Detroit. <laughs> I know this is what everybody's going to be tuning in for. Um, game of the backup running backs. Um, they have Minnesota minus seven. Seven-point favorites for Minnesota hey. on the road. Minnesota hasn't had one game outside of one score. Uh this is a trap game. This I'm a, I don't want to say it, but I think it's a trap game. I do too. I think it's going to be another real close one. Um, let's see. Backup running backs. Are you taking Madison or are you taking Jamal Williams here? Uh, Madison with, okay. in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would agree. Detroit's defense just sucks. I will. Can I make a hot take about this game? Real I quick? would love to hear a hot take. I always want to hear a hot take. I think Jamar Jefferson is going to be the high, the higher scoring running back in Detroit this week. I really hope you're wrong. Um, because I am starting, <laughs> I am starting Jamal in two leagues. So I don't want that to be true. Uh, <laughs> you feel personally slated against. I that. do. That is, that might be one I have to call you out on next week if you're wrong, but uh, I like, I like it. Um, another guy, TJ Hawkinson. He's been, you know, he's a guy that we loved coming into the year. You know, great mm-hmm. opportunity. But he's also been a guy who's been game, schemed out of many games this year. Yep. Is this a game where he's schemed out of? Or do you think he has a decent week against the Vikings? I, I think it's like a – I guess what would you define a decent week as? For- uh, top 12. Or we'll say top 10 tight end. Um, by the way, the Vikings are sixth against tight ends this season. Oh, um, so probably have Kendrick shadowing him also again. Yeah, I, 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 
I think he is. No, I don't think he will be. But he sells on. I I think he does crack it. I think it's barely though. You know, it's like tight end nine, eleven points. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it's kind of the state of. But I could also I, see I, missing it. You know, I'm thinking four catches, fifty yards. But he, I could also see a two catch, twenty five yards, and that's it from TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's gonna get that like seven, eight reception. Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, that kind of game. No, not at all. And that that really puts a cloud over like top ten right. stat for sure. Are you starting Kirk Cousins this week because you're obviously starting Je- Jefferson. You're obviously starting Thielen. You just said you start Madison. Um, w- Williams is probably a flex play. Are you starting Cousins? I'm not. No, all right. I'm not. And I think it's because the Vikings are going to be stubborn enough to try to keep the same game plan as past weeks. Yeah, I can see it. And I, you know, I'm not going to get into whether I think it'll work or not, but I think, I think Cousins gets ahead. I guess the Vikings get ahead quick. Mm -hmm. And then they just kind of ride the short game and the run game. Pretty yep. much the rest of the game. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, then, so do you think the Vikings cover a seven point spread, or do you think Detroit? Who are you taking seven points for the Vikings minus seven? That's what I'm looking for. Those are the words. You were lagging there a little bit. Oh, was so I? Oh, yeah. I just got the uh, unstable internet connection. Um, oh, <laughs> but who you got? Are you taking Detroit or Minnesota? Minnesota minus seven. I'm going to take Detroit on this All right. one. That's the same place I'm at. I think it's, I just don't believe in the Vikings to win by more than one touchdown. I think this is a 24 20 game. I can see something like that too. Our next game we'll go to is Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Um, Tampa Bay minus 11 on the road. I think I brought up the stat last time. Uh, Tampa Bay has now covered in all four games. They've been favored by double digits since Tom Brady has been there. I think last I don't remember I don't think they scored thirty points against the Giants. Um, they 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 were at thirty. They did hit thirty. So in all four games they've scored over thirty points against their opponents. Um. So yeah, let's see. Let's talk about Atlanta. Um, a guy who made us really excited in the beginning and then is now really disappointed. His fantasy managers week after week is Kyle Pitts. How were you feeling about Kyle Pitts this week with a lot of that uh, Tampa Bay secondary coming back? I guess you have to start him. Yeah. And just tight ends are just that thin, but man, it, I <laughs> honestly, if you really ask me, if I had Pitts on my team, I would put Pitts on my bench. Really? I would go that far just because I can't trust anything about this Falcons offense. All right, let's, rapid, let's rapid fire this then. Okay. Kyle Pitts or Logan Thomas? I th- I like Logan Thomas. Kyle Pitts or Hunter Henry? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts or Cole Clement? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts or Mike Gusecki? Mike Gusecki. Kyle Pitts or Tyler Conklin? You can't put me up against Gronklin like that. <laughs> no, I uh, Pitts. And last one, Tyler Pitts or Kyle Pitts. Wow, I just combined two names. <laughs> Kyle Pitts or Foster Moreau this week. I'm going there. Foster Moreau. I like it. You know, that's kind of why I asked you because I kind of figured that's where you lean. I um, can I all I will also say this. I think Foster Moreau has a better chance of cracking the top 10 than Kyle Pitts and TJ Hawkinson. I like it, you know, especially that matchup against Washington. Um, yeah. On the Tampa Bay side, I you got to start everyone, right? You got to start Fournette. Oh, yeah. You got to start yeah. Godwin, Evans, Gronk, um, Brady. This is going to be like the Miami game that they had earlier mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, I would agree. What? So we got – who has a better chance of cracking the top 12 wide receivers this week, Godwin or Evans? Oh, man, I I so desperately want to say Godwin. 
but I think it's just Evans just because he still scores pretty much every week. Yeah. Even with Gronk back, he's definitely Gronk is a legitimate top five wide tight end with when he's healthy. I'm Brady oh, for him at all times. He's the safe. I mean, he, he plays kind of like Travis Kelsey because he's a safety mm-hmm. safety valve, but he can catch the ball down the field and he scores a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. So now here comes the real question. Does Tampa Bay cover minus 11? Yeah. He, he's taken Tampa Bay. Um, I'm going to shock the folks here. I'm going to take Atlanta. I think, I think the streak ends here because I think Cordero Patterson has himself another 25-point week. Uh, even, with, even with going up against Devin White and Levante David. and He's just – the way they use him, he's bound to score points. I think he scores a couple – two touchdowns. I, I mean, I think it's – I think I, mean, I think this is like a 30-20 Tampa Bay win. I like it's not going to be close. Like, you know, it's another garbage time touchdown that keeps us close, but they did play earlier this year though. Yes. Now that I think about it, and that was Cordero's kind of breakthrough game if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. To be fair, Tampa Bay was missing a ton in the secondary when they first played. So, that does make a difference. When did they play? Was that week 2? I think it was week 2. I think it was, it was. The first week, yeah. Uh, 48 to 25 was that final, by the way. Oh, you know, that sucks. But this is at home. Tom does not travel well on the road in the first half. Wow. In the first half wow. of the season. Sorry, I'm grabbing a different <laughs> pen. I am running out of pens here trying to write this stuff down. Um, through the screen. Through the screen. <laughs> here you go, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right. So. We have two games different. I'm taking the underdog in both those games. Um, I'm taking Chicago and Atlanta. Uh, next one is Chargers and Cincinnati. They have Cincinnati minus three. Oof. All right, I'm going to rapid fire you with a couple questions here. What? Joe Mixon, top five running back this week. Yes or no? Yes. 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 I like it too. Yes. Chargers want you to throw. They, they're begging you to run, and his usage is insane. Yeah, uh, Jamar Chase, top twelve wide receiver this week. Let's check my my rankings for this week. I guess I don't even remember where I got him either. Uh, let's see. I I have Chase as my wide receiver seven on the week. Ooh, and you have him as your wide receiver ten. Do I? I really do have him at high. Wow. All right. You have him at ten. Okay. So then we we both have to buy by that logic. Right. We yeah. have to. We have to buy it. Um, let's go to the Chargers side. Keenan Allen, top seven wide receiver this week. Yes. I agree. He's just been so good. He's been so consistent. I, sh- I told you guys this stat. Since Herbert has been the quarterback of the Chargers, he has had one game in PBR performance under 10 points. In 22 games with Herbert. That is insane. We thought he was playing bad at the beginning of the year, and yet he has not, he has had one game under 10 points. Yeah. Which, I mean, which tells you at his worst, he's a flex. Yes. Yep. Well, he, he, his worst game since the buys was this last game, and he scored 15 points. Right. <laughs> he, he just gets the job done. He's always open. His always. route running skills is so underrated. I love watching him play. Mm-hmm. And Herbert's a good enough quarterback to get him the ball. But with that being said, who are you taking? Cincinnati minus three or Chargers plus three? Chargers in a shootout. Chargers in a shootout. Are you taking Chargers money line? Would you go that far? I'm taking Chargers money line. Wow. I love it. I think I think Mixon, Mixon will get his point. Because you asked the question, is he – you know, what, what was it, top five this top week five. or whatever? Yes, because of receiving work. Oh, receiver? All right. I think I just – because I think this game is just going to be s- such a high-scoring shootout game. Hmm. I'm taking Cincinnati. I think they won this one. I think they won by a touchdown. They're on fire. They are, they are the hot hand right now. They are, and that's kind of why I'm taking them. All right. Now we get into a real fun one with Washington football team in Las Vegas. They have Vegas minus one and a half. Talk about a gross line. 
I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. What if I told you Vegas wins, but Washington covers? Would that be crazy? <laughs> that uh, would they, be nuts. They have this cool. line at 49 and a half, which is the oh. third highest line we've covered so far, which gives uh, Vegas an implied point total of 25 and a half and Washington football team an implied point total of 24. All the way around. No, Washington's because uh, Vegas minus one and a half. So oh, Las Vegas would be at, did I say that I said the wrong? Las Vegas implied point total of 25 and a half. Washington implied point total of 24 because they have Vegas winning. But Washington gets a one and a half. Yeah. At yeah. Kickoff. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. All right. Yeah. You are right. All right. So we'll go. Let me write it down real quick. So we have we have three different ones right now. So this would be interesting. Um, C and T. I just wrote an I instead of a T for your name, but that's all right. Um, that's fine. Ty, which player would you rather start in this game? Terry McLaurin or Hunter Renfro? I say both. <laughs> oh, I I would agree. I would, I would say I think the better game between the two is going to be Terry McLaurin. I, I would agree with that, too. I would take the scale of Terry McLaurin over Hunter Renfro's guaranteed targets. Yep. Derek Carr, would you start him this week? Is he? Or let me ask yes. you this. You, you would, for sure. So uh, there you go. I was going to ask if he's a top 12 quarterback, but if you're saying you're going to start him, then that means he would be. So I think I have him, let's see, QB 11. Well, there you go. I have Kirk. Well, we were worried about Amari Cooper, and he just had a 41-yard catch. So, uh, Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Like the third play of the game. You're absolutely uh, joking. This is not – no, you're joking. No, I just got the sleep alert. Dak Prescott to Amari Cooper, 36 yards. Um, I didn't get one, so – You benched Cooper last second. Does it not give you all? Because you don't have either of them starting. Sense. It would make sense if they don't give you um, an update to bench somebody. Gibson, does he crack your top seven this week? Antonio Gibson. Yes. Yes. Just because of volume. And I, w- I would agree. Vegas is 30th against running backs this year. That's crazy. That is nuts. Alrighty. Who are you taking? Vegas minus 5- 1.5 or are you taking Washington football team? I'm taking Washington Ooh. money line. Washington money line. Interesting. I'm taking the Raiders in this one. I think this is just a classic choke game for the Raiders. And I could definitely see it going that way. Here might be one of the biggest blowouts of the week. We have the Rams at home against home. Jacksonville. Favored by 13 points. Buffalo is favored by 15 on the road against Jacksonville and lost. So it could be another trap game. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think the uh, Urban Meyer um, train runs out here or uh, how are we feeling? Believe me when I say that the Rams will win. By field goal, really? So you're taking Jacksonville to cover here. I I just I think this with Odell going down mm-hmm. on the uh, the injury report with Henderson not a hundred percent. They would much rather have their guys a hundred percent later on when they need to win games and tougher games. Okay. Than the- I w- I can feel that. I think this is a get right game for Los Angeles, and I think they destroy them. So I'm going to take Los Angeles um, real yeah, quick. Can, let's get, let's see that happening too. Let's but run through. The, oh yeah. Oh sorry. I'll let you finish. This game can go many different ways. Are you yeah. kidding me? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dallas is down to the one yard line. Big CD Lamb catch. No. Tony Pollard touchdown? No. Amari Cooper touchdown? No. CD Lamb. 
Did he no. just score? Who scored? Michael Gallup. Did he really? This is what happens when we have a podcast during a game. We have to we have to react to live. Um so I'm taking Los Angeles to cover. Um let's just run through these names. Starter Mercedem. Stafford. Yeah. Start. Uh Cooper's an obvious start. Henderson if he plays. Start. Uh Beckham if he plays. Yes. Let's go Van Jefferson if Beckham does not play. Yes. Um, James Robinson. Yeah. Um, Marvin Jones. No. Any Jacksonville receiver? I'll say any (laughs) Jacksonville player other than James Robinson. No. All right. That's kind of where I was at, too. Um, All right. Next one we got is San Fran at Seattle. Mm-hmm. San Fran favored by three points. Um, we are high on Elijah Mitchell the rest of the season. Um, he's he's showing that he can handle the um, workload, and they're going to run the ball. That's what they want to do, especially with Thibault out these next one two weeks. Um, the thing the thing is, you brought this kind of you kind of brought this up last episode. He does not have that breakaway speed. He's not the Raheem Mostert where he's going to be able to get ten carries and break an 80 yard rush for a touchdown he needs those 25 plus carries where he can get four or five yards of carry which he's shown he can do and shanahan really likes to do that right um are you starting russell wilson this week i'm not i i wouldn't either i don't think you can until he proves it I this is not the game for him to prove it, even though he probably will because it's a divisional game. Yeah. But it, he has shown nothing over the past what now two weeks to show any of us that he is ready to play. Yeah, he has not. Um. So with that, I. Do DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett crack the top 24? And if so, which one or both? Lockett. You think Lockett still? That's it. I'm saying I'm saying DK does. I think he gets a sneaky touchdown this week. That's that's where I'm at. I just think he just gets a touchdown and it gets him like 13 points and he just bare like wide receiver 24. You want to know where I have him in my rankings for the week? Where do you have him? Where I have DK. I have him all the way down at 28. Oh, the disrespect. Well, let me ask you, you now. Would... Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this. Ayuk or DK Metcalf? Ayuk. Really? Yeah. I respect it because I think I'm the same. I think I have Ayuk higher. With, with no Debo, who else is Grapple going to throw to besides Ayuk and Kittle? I mean, they they will utilize Mitchell over the middle. Yeah. He'll probably get four catches, four or five catches. Yeah. 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 But I mean, Garoppolo has shown that he will throw, throw to a multitude of people. Yeah. I mean, he threw to Trent Sherfield. He threw to Jawan Jennings against the Vikings, along with Ayuk and Kittle. They will, he will throw it to pretty much whoever's open or whoever's on the field. Right. All right. Like, Definitely. That's, that's where he's at. Definitely. All right. Who are you taking? San Fran minus three or Seattle plus three? I am hammering San Francisco minus three. In this All game. right. We're on the same page. That one, that one does not feel close to me. Nope. I, I don't see a world where they cover. I just don't. No. I think this, I think, I honestly think Elijah Mitchell's going to have 30 plus rushes attempts this game and they're just going to run all over them and they're not going to be able to stop them. Yep. Um. Next we got, we got, we got three games left. We got Baltimore Pittsburgh. Baltimore is in Pittsburgh minus four and a half. Uh, I would feel much better if this was minus three. Um, yes. This is a 44-point over-under. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that low. I mean, that's lower than the San Francisco game. Uh, what other games is low? It's lower than Indianapolis-Houston. It's lower than Minnesota-Detroit. Um, it is as low as Arizona-Chicago and lower than Philadelphia-New York. I would, I would think they hit the over in this game. Now, that's what I would say too. 
but I'm going to look up the history of that, scores between the two. I like that. Because if I'm not mistaken, the majority of these games are pretty close, I would assume. Are very close and low scoring. I bet that's why they put it at four and a half. Um, like, let's see. The Wednesday game last year that they had. Yeah. Was a 19 to 14 finish. Yeah, that'd be way way under. Baltimore would have covered, I think, because Baltimore won that game, right? Uh, no, Pittsburgh won. Oh, Pittsburgh did, so never mind. Baltimore went out. It is a different Pittsburgh. Baltimore was out for that game. Oh, well, that would make a difference. Yes. Um, <laughs> Trace McSorley did not get it done the same way Lamar did. Although, last night, or last week, Lamar didn't really get it done either. Um, oh, boy. Here we go. I will, let's read. I'm going to. Here are. Each game's uh, final scores. Okay. Since 2017. 26 to 9, so 35. 38 to 39. So that's like 87. That one was covered. That one was covered. Yes. That one was covered. 77. Big math, guys. 26 14, that would have been 40. So no. 23 16, 39. 26, 23, 49. So that one would have, so they're two of, two of four right now. 10 to 28, so 38. Two of five. Or two, 25, two of seven. Uh, 28, 24. So one, three of eight. Then 14, 19. Wow. So they're at three of nine games. Or no, three of eight games. Sorry, that's my bad. I miss. I counted next one. So three of eight. So thirty-seven percent. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense now. Um, Big Ben is he a top? I don't even is he a top eighteen quarterback? Do you? I I, I no. would not touch him with the ten foot pole. I he's kind of like the Grinch. <laughs> um, Najee, are you you're feeling okay about Najee after last week? Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's game. the funniest thing because. Pittsburgh has had the most inconsistent results over the past couple of weeks. And you know mm-hmm. why it's because they stopped running the ball with Najee Harris. That would do it. That would do it. Um, Deontay Johnson, automatic lock start. Um, Set it and forget it. Chase Claypool. Are you starting him? No, no, I wouldn't either. Um, Lamar, you're obviously starting Marquise Brown. You're starting Andrew Mark Andrews. You're starting. How about Bateman? Bateman, I will. Bateman, you will. How about Devontae? Uh, Devontae Foreman. De- Devontae Foreman. Gosh, there's too many Devontae's. Deontay's. Devontae Foreman. Uh, or Devontae Freeman. Holy cow. My goodness. <laughs> I am so sorry, uh, Devontae. We didn't mean that. You know he's sure. listening, too. He's like one of our <laughs> one of our faithfuls. So sorry about that, my guy. Grew up from the Midwest. Oh, my God. Um. I would not. And I don't blame you. Uh, I'm the same way. So, who do you got covering? Oh, no. Baltimore minus four and a half? Or... Pass. Pass. <laughs> I am going Baltimore to cover here. I have to choose. I'm going to say ball. Pittsburgh. Oh, Pitt. In an upset. Are you saying Pittsburgh money line? Yeah. Oh, this man. He's taking Washington money line. I'm going to write ML just in case you get him. I, will, I won't <laughs> say it next week if you don't get him, but just in case. Just um, in case. This next one, is, this next one, I feel like it's easy to me, but I guess we'll see. Denver at Kansas City, the Sunday night game. Prime time. We have Kansas City minus nine and a half. Um, so let's go over Kansas City real quick. You're starting Mahomes. Clyde, start. Yes. Daryl Williams. I had him as an emergency flex. That's kind of where I f- figured him. We're at. lagging again. No, we're not. Don't give me that. We are. <laughs> um, all right. So Daryl Williams, I had him as an emergency flex. Where are you at? Uh, bench. You're out on him. All right. For sure. Tyree Kill and Kelsey are starting. I don't think yes. I'm missing anyone else. 
Denver no, side. Would you start any of the players on Denver? There's a ton of talent, but they're in awful situations. Uh, here, I can't. I can't start any of them, including Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. For sure. I'm the opposite. I would. Because. Go ahead. I, I'm just saying I would as low-end RB2 or flex. <laughs> Someone that does have to. Start I do Javante. have to start Javante Williams. <laughs> I just Kansas City's defense was what won the game against Dallas. It was not the offense. I would agree with that. And that's not the. It's not the only game. I mean, they also. I yes, they play Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers, but still, the only hold them to seven points until the fourth quarter. I, it, it sounds like the defense is, is figuring things out and the yeah. offense is what needs to pick up the slack. But again, we saw that Vegas Kansas city game on Sunday night and, and Kansas city just dominated everything. Yeah. Um. So who are you taking? You taking Kansas city nine, minus nine and a half. You are taking Kansas city. I'm taking Denver. Oh, I think they keep it close here. I don't, th- I'm not taking them to win. I'm taking them to cover. Let me let me clarify that real clarify quick. Clarify that. I'm not taking Denver money line here. I'm taking Denver to cover. And in the last game, a divisional matchup with division winning compl- or what am I trying to say? Not complications. Division winning consequences. Implications. Implicat. I knew it was occasion something. <laughs> Implications on the line. Implications. We got New England at Buffalo. Monday night, Buffalo favored by two and a half. There's a good Monday night football game. No, what? <laughs> this could also be a six to nine game or something like that. You know, oh, or just know. it's just a defensive battle. I mean, these are two good defenses. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Buffalo and New New England are two of the only teams to have a top? I think they might be the only two teams that have a top five defense and top five offense. Really? Yeah. Ooh, they have both. Ooh. Or it might be top ten actually. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I think New England is top 10, but the the fact that New England is top 10 offense is crazy, but you look at their scores, they've been putting up a lot of points, you know, Mm -hmm. it helps when you really beat up on bad teams, but (laughs) um, the over under this game is 43. So they are expecting a real low scoring game and I don't blame them. I think it's going to be a defensive grudge match. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, you're starting. Are you touching any Buffalo's running backs? Nope. No, I'm not either. I'm so out on the running backs. Are you touching any New England running backs? They suck because they're actually talented. Buffalo running backs just suck in general. Right. New England running backs are talented, but they're just in a right. bad situation. Yeah, we. I mean, we talked about this on. Um, I think it was the last episode. Yeah, the last episode. <laughs> um, it could be either Harris or Stevenson. Yeah. And it's just who gets the touchdown is really what it comes comes down to. That's really it, right? Like I I I I, I definitely have more confidence in Harris over Stevenson because I think Harris is more likely to score. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at too. It's tough. I mean, I will would not happily start Harris, I think is kind of where I'm at, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like eh, whatever. Um, Buffalo receivers, Sharton Diggs, mm-hmm. Beasley or Sanders. Which one are you taking? Beasley. That's where. Yeah. Cole Beasley is going to be the unsung hero of of Buffalo in yes. this game. I agree, and he is that a lot because when they can't get anything going, he gets ten catches underneath. Kendrick Bourne or Jacoby Myers this game. You know where I'm going. With I this. know where you're going. That's I just want to hear you say it out loud for the listeners. Kendrick Bourne is by and far yes. the wide receiver one on the New England Patriots. And it's time for y'all to give up on the dream of Jacoby Myers. Okay. Let me just let me just let you know that Kendrick Bourne is currently wide receiver do, 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 24. No. He's wide receiver. 50% of his snaps and he's wide receiver 24. He's wide receiver 24. Dang. He capitalizes on 
everything, everything. And I just think this is a, I, I can't say this is going to be a shootout, mm-hmm. but this, this is going to be a game where they're going to need, there are going to be some very clutch throws catches made late in this game. Yeah. And you know, the one guy that's actually done that the most for the Patriots. Who is that? Born. It's hard. It's hard to defy that logic. All right. It's just, damn. let's wrap it up. Who are you taking Buffalo or new England? Buffalo minus two and a half. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Patriots money line. Oh, I love it. I love it, but I am taking Buffalo. Three upset money lines. I love it, Ty. I love it. Any given Sunday. Any Any given given Sunday. Sunday. Any given (laughs) Sunday. All righty. We've been kind of cooking this up for the last week. Uh, we're excited to do it. We're going to do our way too early 2022 redraft. Um, first, just the first round. We're going to go through. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I can make you sit through the whole draft. No, 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 no. Obviously, it's so early. It's way too early to do this mm-hmm. um, because players' situations will change and things like that. But we're just going to we're going to do it for fun. Um, I I am taking the first pick. I offered it to Tyler. I said he did <laughs> yes. not want it. Um, <laughs> so I will start with the first pick in the 2022 way too early mock draft. I am taking Mr. Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. Hey, Tyler, who do you take with your second pick? Feels like JT was the pretty comfortable selection. At number one. Mm-hmm. Now things get interesting. Now they get interesting. The number two pick. Okay. In this way too early 2022 first round mock draft. I'm taking Alvin Kamara. It's going Kamara. Really? Now, I think it's because New Orleans is going to get a quarterback this offseason. Okay. That or they pay Jameis. Okay. I just don't. Taysom is not the answer. I, I would agree. Um, But I, I again. Sean Payton, good quarterback play, good offensive line. That's when Kamara shines. For sure. Number three, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey. My reasoning for going McCaffrey is if I'm sitting at three and he's still there, I would hate to pass up on him and have him have a 2019 season because I, I do think he can put the injuries behind him. I think he can. I think they'll only use him like 70% of the time, 700% of the time, but I still think he's so effective that he can put up those kind of numbers. So I would rather mm-hmm. be wrong and have McCaffrey get injured than be wrong and have him have a great season pass up on him. So mm-hmm. you take him with four. Taking Dalvin Cook. You're taking Cook at four. Really? All right. Volume All right. and potential new coach and system. Okay, I, I do agree that they're going to have a new coaching system. like that. I'm going to take Derrick Henry at five. I don't care about the injury. Really? What he did this year, see, if I, got, if I was at five and he was there, I'd be so excited. Because I was going to, I would have, he was my third um, for me. Really? I, I just, he is superhuman. I think he bounces back from the injury, and I think he's just as good. The only reason I would take Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey ahead of him are just because of passing work. But he is, he's ridiculous. Ridiculously good. And he's going to, he commands the ball 25 times a game. So oh. I am going Derrick Henry at five. Who are you See, going I was to looking... <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I was going to ask who you're going at six. Oh, you know, my, my draft board was looking so nice because we agreed on the top four and then he threw right. Henry in at five. Najee Harris is number six. For oh, me. all right. Um, Another year in the NFL, another year in the system is going to do him a world of good. And guess what? What? If he gets a new quarterback and they improve the offensive line a little bit, mm-hmm. Najee could be honestly a steal outside of the top five. He could. He definitely could. So you just had the sixth pick, right? So I'm on seven. Yep. It pains me. It pains me to say this player over a different player, but I got to go Austin Eckler at seven. Wow. I know. 
I want to wow. say for Mixon. I have Eckler one spot ahead of Mixon. And the wow. reason I'm taking Eckler is his the way that he can score 25 points. Him and McCaffrey, I think, are the only two players that can do this that can score 25 points without scoring a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Where they get such ridiculous volume in the passing game. Where you can have eight catches for 85 yards and 13 rushes for 75 yards. You know, mm-hmm. that I have I couldn't pass up on him here. And that offense, too. Ty, who are you going at eight? It's your guy. This is who I wanted to take. This is Joe Mixon right here. Joe Mixon's Enough guy, said. I would have been comfortable taking him at five. That's how high I am. I think he will be taking closer to that 10, eight to 10 range come draft mm-hmm. season, maybe even lower. I could see him, if he has two bad games at the end of this year, I could see him falling. Oh, more. yeah. Because people that, are just, they've been burned by him so many times that, like, I can't do it. And so I could yep. definitely see him falling. I'm at nine. I'm going to take the first yep. wide receiver. I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Over Devontae Adams. Over Devontae. The reason reason being right now is I don't know where Devontae's going to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know who his quarterback will be, and I don't think it's going to be Rodgers. So without Rodgers, I struggled taking Cooper or I struggled taking Devontae Adams. And what Cooper Cup has been able to do this season has been ridiculous. And so I think another year of Matt Stafford and Sean McVay could be crazy for him. So I'm going to take Cooper Cup at nine. Who do you got at 10? Ooh. This might be a bit of a shocker. I love shockers. I'm going David Montgomery. Whoa. A bit. A bit. <laughs> he wants to even have like a top 20. Let, let me hear why David Montgomery. Matt Nagy is out after this year. That is, it's like 99.99% like confirmed. Yeah. And he's out. I think whoever the next coach is, is going to want to take as much pressure off of Justin Fields as possible. Mm-hmm. When you do that, or I guess when you try to do that, yeah, you run the ball. And I think Al Robinson is, more, I wouldn't be surprised if Robinson's out after this. Or oh, if if I would be more surprised if he's there than if he's gone. Yes. So that means that you have Darnell Mooney, Cole Kmetz. Yeah, it's rough. Right. So Monty will definitely get receiving work. And maybe the best way to put this is that you could probably get Montgomery in like that third or fourth range again because people are just going to be so disappointed by him last year yeah all right i guess by this year after what he did last year but i'm calling a rebound 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 that's crazy all right my my next one came down to two different players okay um but i'm gonna go Devontae adams oh i my my other player is deandre swift um he was my next best player i just think Devontae adams is so ridiculously good and he's done it two two years in a row now where mm-hmm. I, the touchdowns haven't been here like last year but he's still put up eight catches over 100 yards a game i mean it's just insane how good he is so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with Devontae adams and who do you have to wrap out the top 12 players for next year's draft we think so alike <laughs> deandre swift finishes the first round yeah, I, he's, he's got, got us. He's got the most crazy upside receiving, and it, it pisses us off to no end that he still gets only, like, 12 carries a game. Yeah. That's got to change, and I think it will. And honestly, he cannot be in a worse situation than he was this year. He cannot. Yeah. It can only go up from here, situation-wise. Yeah. And so we believe right. in the skill. All right, let me read off our top 12 real quick. So here's our 2022 way-too-early mock draft. First, we have Jonathan Taylor. Second, we have Alvin Kamara. Third, we have CMC. Fourth, Dalvin Cook. Fifth, Derek Henry. Sixth, Najee Harris. Seventh, Austin Eckler. 
Eighth, Joe Mixon. Ninth, Cooper Cup. Tenth, David Montgomery. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And 11th, Devonta Adams. And 12th, DeAndre Swift. That's just I mean, it's, it's fun to think about. I mean, obviously things will change. Think, things are bound yeah, to change. Yeah, we, still have a, we still have a lot left for the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Um, and But things are definitely about to change. Well, with that, that wraps up all we got for today. Uh, we thank you again for listening. Check us out on our socials, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Spotify. I mean, obviously, if you're listening, you're probably listening on Spotify. Um, otherwise, you got Apple <laughs> Music. Um, I'm just being real with people. Um, just, just being straight up. We want to give a shout out, actually, real quick, to our, our buddy Jackson Allen. Uh, we are his most listened to podcast of the year. We cannot feel more proud about that. That's what I'm talking about. Jackson, you, you are our day one, and we are we are so proud to call you our friend. All right. With that, good luck this week. We hope that we could give you some advice um, moving forward, and we, we wish you a great weekend. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.